Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to thank every single person who came out to the shows in Brisbane, which is the one you're about to hear now, uh, at Hayabar. What a great room. If you're in Brisbane, go and support that room. Uh, they do comedy every Wednesday there, so make sure you get out and see some live comedy. Um, I don't know, I've just got a few little things to uh, mention. So uh, last night I would have done the Sydney show, I'm recording this before um, that, so Let's say it went great. It's the, the, they've stopped podcasting now because they're like, it's not going to get better than that. Um, if you're in Canberra, though, on the 24th and 25th, I'm doing a couple of shows there. I'm doing my kids' show. So if you've got kids aged between like four and 10, go to the Canberra Comedy Festival website. And I'm also doing my award winning show. Um, uh, sorry, I just sound like a wanker. I, I'm doing my show, Josh Earl versus the Australian Women's Weekly Children's Birthday Cake Book on the 24th. So if you're in town that Saturday night, come on down. It's going to be awesome. So all the details are at Canberra Comedy Festival website. So just find that or you can go to my website as well. Also, if you're in Melbourne, the Melbourne Comedy Festival is all on sale now. So go on to the Comedy Festival website, comedyfestival.com.au or head over to my website, joshuel.com.au, and come and see the show. So uh, you can get a season pass for all four shows at the European Beer Cafe, which is Sundays at 4.30. The lineups are pretty amazing. Then I've got the big ones at Max Watts House of Sound, which is for Festival Club. And I, th- I think I can say who's on. I think I can. So let's see. Let's see if I get a get a call from the festival so the first night look i won't say the whole lineup but i'll say i'll give you a, a taste of two two of the two of the acts on and then of both shows i don't know okay i'm gonna do it i'll put it out there here we go so on the 3rd of april at eleven thirty, is uh Mark Watson from the UK, uh, huge, huge uh, name, super funny guy, super nice guy, and it should be really, really great. And then on the 10th, we have the return of Hamish Blake on the show. So uh, make sure you come to those. Tickets are $15 at the door. All the details are there at comedyfestival.com.au. I think that's all I need to say. This episode uh, is a great episode. So it's Lawrence Mooney doing a Malcolm Turnbull. I think in the show I just call him Malcolm the whole time. Um, I shouldn't have to say this at the top of a, a podcast that both Lawrence Mooney, Daniel Sloss, and, and Mel Butler and Nick Cody for that matter are on, but, you know, if Things go in a darker direction than the podcast normally does, but it's all so funny. And so, um, yeah, there you, there's your warning, okay? That's, that's your warning. If you, if you got this far and you're like, oh, I don't like that, well, come on. You're adults. Let's, let's, let's be serious. Okay, uh, enough from me. Enjoy this podcast. Hopefully I see it at the live shows in either Canberra or in uh, Melbourne. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. 
welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, if we can get rid of the house music, this is important. Okay, so... I found out I share my name with a man from Worthing in the United Kingdom who has a LinkedIn page where his About Me section is all lowercase and says, I'm an enthusiastic and ambitious individual that is eager to learn in search of creative, fulfilling, lifelong career, although he spelt career carer. Oh. (laughs) Might not be what you want, but it is what you need. Anyway, uh... For those who have never heard the show before, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their favourite subject, which is themselves. So let's meet them now. Okay. Our first guest. He's a comedian. He shares his name with an admin coordinator at Harvard University, a doctor in Chicago and a Seattle lawyer, but the one we have here is a bogan from Melbourne. Please welcome it's Nick Cody. You can go here, Nicholas. How's it going? Good, mate. How are you? Good, good. And Nick Cody in Harvard. I yeah. Knew we, I knew we could do it. But he, he's very much saying he's from Harvard, but he's just an admin coordinator. So yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm no, not sure no. what that is. I was upset my wife didn't take my last name because finally there would have been a Cody that went to uni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Our next guest is a first-timer to the podcast. When you type her name into Google, it comes up with suggestions. Mel Buttle Baby... And Mel Buttle Husband. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you, Google. Can you please welcome from <laughs> Brisbane, it's Mel Buttle. Yes. I think, hey, Mel. You know, Mel Buttle Baby, that'll be coming from Gumtree or sitting on a dick in an RSL, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hello. nice to have you here, Mel. Thank you. Is it... I've, I've asked you for a while now, for about three years to be on the podcast, and now I've, I've come to your town so you can do it. Yeah, it's no, good. I'm certainly not going to appear on it in Melbourne with <laughs> so many other wonderful opportunities for an artist like myself. But um, <laughs> but now you're five minutes up the road, I thought, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> Our next guest is a comedian who shares his name with a pilot in the US Air Force whose LinkedIn page simply says, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. Mm. What a fuckhead. Please welcome. <laughs> it's Daniel Sloss. <laughs> he's, he's also got that as a, as a lower back tat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you'd know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We fuck each other. Now, for, for the listener at home, I had, to, I had to put a space, or I had to put someone in between Daniel and Cody. Uh, <laughs> just so it didn't become the Dan and Cody show. But, uh,. And finally is a man who shares his name with a senior advisor at Permobil and a drug dealer from the UK who has a LinkedIn page. <laughs> really is, it says drug dealer. Uh, please welcome the Prime Minister of Australia. It's Malcolm Turnbull, everyone! Yes. Good on you all. Terrific. Uh, I've grown hair, especially for your podcast. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to have you here. I I was going to... I thought the audience might stand up at the Prime Minister, but no, no one did. Uh, We don't uh, have airs and graces here in Australia, Josh. There's no need to stand on ceremony. Would have been nice, but never mind. Um, Terrific to be amongst young people. Do I call... Um, 
Do I call you Malcolm time. or do I call you Mr Turnbull? Or no, you can call me Malcolm. Uh, you can call me Mr Prime Minister. But uh, I prefer Malcolm. Okay. Look at you all staring at us. <laughs> here he is, right here doing a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to our country, Daniel. Thank you for having I me. I believe you're a very successful comedian. I'm not sure which one you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not the woman one. I've worked that out. <laughs> I'm, I, I tell you what, I'm not the drug dealer one either, but occasionally, <laughs> on a Friday night, Lucy and I do like to skin up a fatty at Point Piper <laughs> just to take the edge off after a torrid week in Parliament. So, absolutely, let's, let's get munted. So, <laughs> so, so, Daniel, Malcolm... Let's have a cookie. <laughs> Malcolm is the current Prime Minister, although this will go out on Thursday, so we're not sure, OK? <laughs> Well, of course, I'm the current Prime Minister. I think I've won myself some political capital with uh, the uh, by-election win in um, New England and been along, so I'm here for the long haul. And uh, you, you can be rest assured that I'll be Prime Minister on Thursday, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out a status update by one of you four. You should buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Your names are your buzzers. Tweeted it or twitted it? <laughs> tweeted. Twatted it. <laughs> your names are your buzzers. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you will, uh, the point goes to the person who actually tweeted it. Okay. So the first one is this one. And for so I'm assuming point. you can't guess if it's your one. No, yeah. please don't. Oh. Uh, we had some guy on. We had some guy on once called uh, Lawrence Mooney who did that. What a dipshit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> a real loser. Uh, <laughs> Where is he now? <laughs> Consumed Our by the fog of time. <laughs> Our first question is this one. Who wrote this? Melbourne is coffee, Sydney is white wine, Brisbane is jumping on a juice box you've blown up to make a loud Nick. bang. Nick. <laughs> yes, Nick. Buddle. You are correct. A point there for Nick Cody, everyone. Yeah. 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 I do have quite the way with my words. <laughs> Melinda, I've got to say that Lucy loves the Bake Off. <laughs> uh, no, she does. We think you're terrific. Oh, thank you, sir. And we don't sir. mind cooking up there at the Piper. Occasionally, I mean, we've got the staff to cook, but uh, Lucy doesn't mind beating up an egg, either, making a meringue. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I feel, you know what this feels like? It feels like when you're at school and the teacher's teaching away, but then the deputy principal comes into the classroom and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Well, unlike the deputy principal, I don't smoke a pipe and I shower. So... <laughs> I should point out, Mel's the reason I'm on Twitter. We, when the very oh. start of Twitter, you were saying, oh, you got to get on it. And it's mm-hmm. ruined my fucking life. Sorry, so thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm blocked out. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, there was suspicious activity on my account. Yeah. Oh. He said something so, nice to a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I cop this shit. I've never said anything negative in that regard. <laughs> no, they said there was suspicious activity, change your password, and so I said, yeah, email it to me, but then it was to my old email address. Which was? Crusher underscore daddy at hotmail.com. <laughs> hey, the, the one before that was crusher underscore da underscore man at hotmail.com, so somebody obviously had a, a job interview to attend, a bit of... <laughs> And then I did know the thing to that, and they said, it's all right, we'll send you a code uh, in a text message. And it was to my old fucking phone. So, <laughs> just no Twitter now. No Twitter? <laughs> no, no well, this game's going to be interesting. Okay, so, uh, question two. It's a shame you can't face-swap your tedious personality and your lack of originality. Nick. Yes, Nick. Sloss. You are correct. Yes, another point there for Nick. Oh. Did I? 
I mean, it does, it does sound like me. Sounds like a bit of yeah. stoned tweeting to me there, Daniel. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to suggest, because I'm currently high. <laughs> who, who would that have been directed at, Slosso? Oh, just fucking cunts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't, ever, I don't ever correct my friends on Facebook. Like, you know, they just do shit stuff. And you just, I'm, instead of just correcting you, I'm just going to go on Twitter and just hopefully you don't follow me there and I'll just call you out in your tedium. Mm-hmm. So when so you say you're attacking a bunch of cunts, you mean the Greens. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that joke. I don't, but um, I'm, I'm assuming it's satire. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I'm an attacking an environmentalist movement. <laughs> All right, next question is this one. When you speak, pull your head in. It's the Australian way. Nick, but, sloss. Uh, uh, yes, yes, Nick, you got in first, yes. Buttle. No, that was Malcolm Turnbull appointed oh, for Malcolm. Shit. That's right. At Big Mal Turnbull. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to insult someone, you pull your head in. <laughs> you fucking tool. Uh, you're a fucking tool. You've got to... You've got to get out of the way. You're a bit of a fucking dead shit. Hang on, Josh, can I check? Yes. Uh, when we're trying to guess, yep. is there a mixture of Lawrence's tweets and Malcolm or just Malcolm? No, there's actual uh, Malcolm Turnbull and then there's false Malcolm Turnbull. Yes. And so that's the confusion because apparently Lawrence Mooney has a website uh, where he pretends to be the Prime Minister. Right. He doesn't know who he is anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> he's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to guess Big Mal Turnbull's tweets. Yes. Big Mal Turnbull. Yeah. Got it. All right. Question four. I've just had a thundering wank into a pot plant, and Mel. personally, Harvey, I don't see the appeal. You dreadful pig of a man. Yes, Mel. Hmm. I'm going to say Cody. You are incorrect. It was also Malcolm Turnbull. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only because I love Australian fauna and flora. <laughs> <laughs> I often strap one off into a succulent. Um, Malcolm Turnbull's a bit of a grub. Yeah. No, I'm not. I just love... I'm not like Harvey Weinstein. I'm not oppressing anyone. I just love wanking on plants. <laughs> a Banksia rose gets me aroused. Um, and my apologies to Nick for assuming that might yeah. come from that little... What I do in my own time is my business. <laughs> No, I knew it wasn't one of yours because you didn't have Looch mentioned in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> or business class. Or being <laughs> Question five. Good on you, Nick. <laughs> Wedding speeches over three minutes should be banned. Uh, Mel. Sloth, fuck. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I forgot Mel. my own name. <laughs> yes, Mel. I'm going to say Why Nick. Did you... you are, you said Nick? Nick. You are correct. It was yeah. Nick. A point there for Mel. Yes. Yeah. You're just jealous because I guess your boyfriend's tweet. <laughs> I knew it. Did not. What, what was the rest of the tweet there, Josh? That's uh, it. That's wedding it. speeches <laughs> over three minutes should be banned. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree with that. Yeah. When we had the uh, plebiscite vote and they changed the, the law, they should have put a few more things in it, like, yeah. like this. Mm. Yeah. Put it in, in, the, in the actual... Fuck, I know. Anyone that made a speech at my wedding, I said three minutes because... Did you're you going to do fucking seven. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you say five, it's going to be 15. Yeah. So yeah. Open strong, close top. strong, wrap them yeah. up, flash the light, the fuck them off. Yeah. <laughs> People are there to get shit-faced. Exactly. Do, it's not do, do, do a classic you. old wedding joke too. <laughs> Your wedding night is like the Nullarbor plane, just one long route. <laughs> Good luck. 
many <laughs> happy years to you. Does anyone else here see a wedding speech and the person who's not isn't a comic getting big laughs and just going, "Fuck, I wish I was up there." Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'd fucking kill yeah, like, this audience. Yeah, put me up. Let me do five. <laughs> Yeah, that kills me when it's like some lame bridesmaid who's like, we all know Katie doesn't mind a bit of a drink. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I hate, I hate, luckily my wife's dad is a professor. He knows how to speak, right? But I've been to weddings where the the father of the bride starts with, I remember the day she was born and you go, the fucking whole life story's coming, isn't it? (laughs) Her first job at the shops, a news agency. Goosh, fucking end it. (laughs) End me now. Okay. Unless, I, you know, you get very, very detailed. I'm a stickler for detail. <laughs> I remember the day she was born and her mum's vag was like a fucking roaring canyon. And, <laughs> and I'm in. I'm in for the long haul. <laughs> Question six. <laughs> Just between you and me, when I hear Corey Bernardi speak about anything, I want to say, shut up, you dumb Sloss. hog. But I won't. It's wrong. Yes, Sloss. Mel. You are Mel? No, it was Malcolm Turnbull. Oh. Oh. <laughs> a butcher. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even answering these, and I think I'm already three. Am yes. I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Ah, <laughs> oh, you fucking idiots. <laughs> People think I'm a bit of a prick, but uh, I've done a lot of things in my life. Hands up if you've uh, ever owned your own bank. <laughs> oh, yeah. So don't be too quick to judge accounts. <laughs> That's right. I did with Nick Whitlam and Neville Rand. Owned my own bank, Daniel. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Question seven. Rental agents are okay, but if I wanted someone who didn't finish year 12 telling me my house was too dirty, I'd just invite my mum over. Malcolm. Yes, Sloss. Uh, he, uh, Malcolm going before me, I'll be honest. Really? That's very honest of you. Oh, okay, Malcolm then. I will say... Nick Cody. No, that was Mel Buttle. Point there for Mel. Oh, I was going to yes. say Mel and I changed. I was going to say Mel. Thank you, Sloss. Yes, I am still renting, so it's going really well. Aren't you, you should on own your telly? own bank. No. No, I, I don't own my own bank. You know where my money goes? Uh, it I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, where does your money go? It goes on Uber Eats. Right. <laughs> Do you know what? You'd be probably more economically advised to get on the GAC. Uh, <laughs> You'd eat less and have more fun. So <laughs> I would. I and would. spend less. Yeah, I reckon any tweet that has said my mum in it would be by me, just as a tip for <laughs> other panellists. Got a very triggering relationship with that beast. <laughs> <laughs> she and she... Oh, no. <laughs> At least she never you had is. A, <laughs> no. At least you had a mum. My mum left when I was nine years old. Oh, I didn't know that, Malcolm. Well, I'm not a prick for no reason. Um, <laughs> I am broken on the inside. So, <laughs> let's move on. Question eight. My grand can tell the difference between a swift and a swallow from 50 yards away, but just spent three minutes calling me my brother's name. Malcolm. Yes, Malcolm. That's Daniel. You are correct. It is Daniel, mm. yes. Point there for Malcolm Turnbull. So, a swift is definitely an English bird. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, also indigenous, but uh, no one knows about birds here. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember any of these fucking tweets, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'll Just trust you, though. That was one of your most popular ones. Was it? Oh, yes. that's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, Jesus. All right. I'll quit, too, then. <laughs> but it's, the difference between a swift and a swallow also sounds like a very gay tweet, Daniel. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
Question at nine. Hey, hotels, I'm using Wi-Fi at 35,000 feet over the Indian Ocean for only $12. Pull your fucking heads in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mel. Yes, it is Nick Cody. Yeah, it's the point there. Fitness class, bitch, what up? (laughs) No, it was an economy. You had to pay for it. Yeah. If you think it's about flights or froths or looch (laughs) or a staffy now, they're your four pillars. Bang, hour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're flying business, Nick, do you sometimes go back to look at them in economy, huddled together? I once uh, I, I had a bunch of points and I upgraded to a flight to the states. And uh, a friend, Bart Freeban, comedian, his friend works at Virgin. He could have paid two hundred dollars to fly fifteen hours in business class, and he didn't. Like a tight fuckstick. <laughs> and as soon as the plane took off, I grabbed. Pajamas, put them on. It was 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> I grabbed two glasses of champagne. Bart doesn't drink. And I opened the curtain and went, yuck, why are there so many people back here? <laughs> Bart, where's Bart? He was up the back going, I'm here, bro. And I brought the drink down to him, then just sculled both of them and walked back to the front. <laughs> Excellent. Well... We Western all, suburbs. We all know a, a mutual friend who uh, was in first class and asked if he could use mm. the toilet in the economy and then went down and took a shit in the economy toilet and then went back up to first class. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got to remember to laugh. I only just found out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we eat. That's what we eat in economy is business class shits. That's <laughs> why the meals take a while to come out. People up front have to back one out first. And our final question for this round. Sometimes the only thing stopping me from eating a whole jar of pickled onions is my fat fist. Nick. <laughs> Sloss. Yes, Nick. Buttle. You are correct. Yes, yes of course. <laughs> I love those pickles and preserves. <laughs> Healthy gut. Keep the gut in balance. Have your sauerkraut, good. guys. <laughs> Who doesn't love a pickled onion? Oh, I love the one. best. I love them too. The best. So good. Even someone in the front row yeah. saying, so good. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Daniel Sloss on zero points. Go for Dan. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Nick Cody on three points. Yeah. Mel Buckle also on three points, but in the lead on four points, it's Malcolm Turnbull. Oh, put on me. There I go. Preferred Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this round is called Yearbook Now. In this round, we go back and talk about a person from our school days. And in this round, we go back and talk about a crush that a young Mel Buttle had. Now, Mel used to catch the train to school, and on the train was a boy from another school she quite liked. So, on Valentine's Day, she sent him a red rose and a card with the lyrics to the Spice Girls song, Viva Forever. (laughs) I'll be waiting. But she didn't put her name on it. That day on the way home from school, the boy approached Mel on the train and asked her if she sent him the rose. What happened next? Was it A? He said, did you give me that rose? Mel said, maybe. And he replied, fuck, you have no chance. Uh, I don't need to hear the rest. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm out. That is absolutely 100% what happened. I concur wholeheartedly. That's... Was it, it set the trend. Was it B? He no. said, did you? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Wait Why are we it. continuing with this farce? Well, <laughs> let's just wait for it. Because he said, did you give me that rose? And Mel replied, no, that would be for faggots, hey? <laughs> oh, 
Too oh, bad fuck, Daniel's shot, already locked I his answer I shot my in. load too early. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Or was it C? He said, did you give me that rose? Mel said, yes. He then started crying and ran off. Mel didn't know if he was overcome with joy or if he was upset. A day later, she found out he was upset. <laughs> now, you can ask Mel as many questions as you want to try and get the right answer. One of them is right. Bear in mind, if you get it wrong, she gets your points. So she actually wants you to get it wrong. Really right. roast me here, boys. Hey, <laughs> but right. Put me on the screen. I know can I ask you a question about the boy? Hang, but, hang on. Cody was first yeah, Prime Minister. I'm the Prime Minister. <laughs> have you... Uh, at, Cody um, with the question. Have you... I know you live in Brisbane now. Have you always lived in Queensland? Uh, there was a brief period of time where I lived in Perth for two years where I had a government job. Government. Mm. Don't forget the end. <laughs> <laughs> There's two ends in there. <laughs> government. Mm. But was this in Brisbane? This was in Brisbane, yes. Yeah, then it's the faggot one, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> <for sure. laughs> I'm a cryptic puzzle. None of you will ever guess. <laughs> Malcolm, you had a question? So no. the boy, mm-hmm. was he from a lower socioeconomic background? Uh, was he a poor? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he was... <laughs> They've only was... got themselves to blame, but let's, <laughs> let's not get into that. Excuse me, mate, can I have $2? No, get a job at Macca's. Um, <laughs> But I'm a filthy 50-year-old. Well, you've only got yourself to blame. <laughs> you've got one trip around the sun. Pick yourself up by your boots. Sorry, Mel. What's your... He, the, he attended an elite single-sex all-boys school. Mm. Oh, then, oh, B. Yeah it's, the, yeah, it's B then. <laughs> but he lived in Sunnybank, which, Prime Minister, is one of our um, uh, heavily populated Asian areas. But he himself was white. None of us asked. Yeah, that was no. very specific. That was Unnecessary. Oh. That's, that's just a bit of Brisbane flavour from yeah. Al there. <laughs> I didn't expect your answer to turn into a racist tirade. Um, well, it was very confusing. I was like, why do you live in Sunnybank? <laughs> so he wasn't a chink, is what you say. Anyway, that was, my, that was one of my talking points. I'm like, oh, mm. you're getting off here, are you, with all your friends? Um, this, is, this is... Wow. <laughs> This is little 16-year-old Mel. This isn't me 16? Now. You know, Sixteen. I thought this was like eight years old. 16? <laughs> 16. You're a fucking... What are you giving them roses for? And playing in the fucking world around? Where did you get the rose from? I ordered it from a florist uh, at my mum's hospital where my mum worked at the Marta Private Hospital. So I went to the hospital florence the day before Valentine's Day, popped my order in... And she said, do you want to put a name on the card? I said, no. Fuck, you couldn't have fi- found a more expensive rose. <laughs> yeah. One the day before Valentine's Day where people are dying. Fuck, <laughs> they are going to crank those prices up. It was, it was like a whole week of lunch money. Yeah, yeah, it was. Better a rose for a young white boy in an Asian area than someone in palliative care. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always said that. Fucking hell. <laughs> And it's a good, it's a good slogan to live by. So. Any more questions, or do people know what they're going to lock in? I'm going to lock in B. You're going to lock in B. You think she said that would be for faggots, Daniel? What do you think? Fuck, I'm sticking with number one. I'm sticking with A. You sticking with A? I'm sticking with A. <laughs> Nick Cody. A. You think A? Yep. The correct answer was B. Oh. 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 What? 
I know you, Melinda. are true. Yes. That's how I got this far in life. I should have stuck with fucking B. Yep. The Queensland answer. Yeah. You might have picked up on that when I was talking about race for about four minutes in the middle there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the lyrics oh. to Viva Forever as well, Mel? Do you um, know the lyrics? I did the end? chorus, which is Viva Forever, I'll be waiting, everlasting. And you had the nerve like to call him a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, something about ever searching for the one, I think, is the last line of the chorus. Really romantic. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Someone saying a nod down the front. Yes. Yes, it is. Friends, Friends forever. No, I wanted more than friendship. <laughs> oh. Okay, at the end of the Can round. Can I ask you, mm. Melinda? Yes, Malcolm. At that tender age, had the... Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Let me finish my question. I know what the answer is. Had the hankerings of a young lesbian started scratching at the doors of your desire. Uh, <laughs> fucking aggro you don't have yesterday. to answer that, Mel, if you don't want to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> I, well, I, I liked massaging some of the more attractive girls on Year 11 camp, sure. But that was just, you know, that's a sports massage. That's it always starts with the misuse. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come on the footy trip so long as I can massage all the guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Daniel Sloss still on zero points. Oh. Nick Cody on three points for Cody. Yay. Malcolm Turnbull on five points, but also in the lead on five points is Melinda Butter. Yes. Yay. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. A lie, you say nah. A point, if you guess correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So mm. you get them individually, so to Nick. Yes. Now, in 1978, Malcolm Turnbull visited the Playboy Mansion on behalf of Kerry Packer with the sole purpose of buying the rights to the magazine to distribute in Australia. You can ask him as many questions as you want. So did Malcolm Turnbull spend some time in the Playboy Mansion? I don't even want to ask. I just want to say yes. Please ask some questions. I reckon, I reckon Malcolm Turnbull might have some stories about it. Yeah, how, how was your time at the Playboy Mansion? Well, I'll tell you this, Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> I went to Chicago, first of all, to negotiate with uh, Hugh Hefner's daughter, Christy, to buy the rights for Kerry Packer, to bring them back to uh, show Australians, as Kerry said it, the schmoo of the girls next door. And... Uh, <laughs> It's a vulgar term, and I wouldn't use it myself. <laughs> but it's also quite lyrical in an Australian sense. Shmoo. Um, what is shmoo? Well, I don't know. I've never heard shmoo. Is it I, push? I guess it's badge. Yeah. Push. 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 Yeah. Sloss, Sloss this week just learned mut. Oh. Yeah. And you don't want to know how I learned it. <laughs> do, you know, do you know the term tockley, Sloss? Do what? Tockley. No. Tockley is the penis. Oh, yeah. for Gross. If you ever buy a $2, $2 stick mag from a, a servo, they'll talk about Tockleys and Smooths. There you go. 
This is a Showing a my Bernie Ray's uh, upbringing there. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was a young barrister at the time and I was invited over to the Playboy Mansion many times, but I was never lured inside because <laughs> I also had an eye on the future and knew that it would not go well on my CV. So I never actually went to the Playboy Mansion. Mm. Mind you, I did bring back the rights for... Playboy magazine to Australia for Kerry Packer and then we had a monumental fallout. I burnt that bridge and Kerry threatened to kill me. (laughs) So in answer to your question, no, I never went into the Playboy magazine. (laughs) Mind you, I had my fair share of schmoo. (laughs) That's just because I'm... Charged with grace and intelligence. I want to say yes because Turnbull does sound like the kind of guy that could get that deal done while being enough of a fucking nerd not to go in the Playboy (laughs) Mansion. You know what I mean? That sounds like... So you reckon he went over there to get it but he didn't actually go in? Yeah. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Nick Cody. Stereotypes. I should have lied to him, shouldn't I? Rather than giving him the truth. That's um, right. But, but everyone here is now educated to know that our Prime Minister is the reason we have stick mags in servos. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Malcolm. Anyway. I haven't heard stick mag before. No. That sounds like, you know, what do you want? That sort of Josh, era, you know? Uh, yes. It's an exciting time to be alive. And <laughs> there's a lot of disruption going on. I suggest uh, stop buying stick mags <laughs> from a servo and get on the internet. Um, <laughs> We would, but it's fucking slow. Yes. Very slow. <laughs> I think the compression on X videos is pretty good. So Now, to Malcolm. Now, Daniel was booked to give a TED Talk where the organisers stressed very much that he was not allowed to swear. Daniel said, fine, but once he got there, the stage manager reminded him three times in the space of five minutes not to swear. Daniel thought he'd have some fun and got them to write down the swear words that he was not allowed to say. (laughs) Not because he was ever going to swear, but he just thought it'd be funny to waste a group of adults' time getting them to compile a list of swear words for ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah or nah? Well, I know that Daniel's probably a great student of uh, George Carlin and could probably quote those words that George Carlin did in that famous routine, can you? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck shit, cunt, tit, uh, cock, bitch. cunt, motherfucker. That's the one. Yeah, Shmoo. Yeah. Of course, Shmoo. Shmoo. <laughs> I don't think Shmoo was in Tockley. there. Uh, I know that Daniel, uh, by the look of him, uh, is a ringing phone. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like I'm in a French drawing room drama. <laughs> oh no, the police are here. Um, <laughs> they've discovered you're a Nazi, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I find it quite incredulous that Daniel would have been invited to a TED talk. Do you know what TED... TED, TED TEDx talk. TEDx. TEDx. Do you know what TED stands for? Uh, Yes. What does it stand for, Daniel? (laughs) Uh, TED. It's the guy that runs it. Edward, indeed. Um, I think that Daniel's the kind of... Fuck up. Uh, that would make people write rude words on paper. I think it's true. It is incorrect. It was a lie. A point there for Daniel Slassi's first point. Um, on the board. But I would like it on record. I did do a fucking TED talk. Yes. Okay. I just did. I just swore all the way through it. <laughs> 
what, what was, what was, was your TED talk about? My yeah. talk was on uh, offensive comedy and why being... <laughs> well, sorry. Uh, <laughs> basically, why being offended makes you a fucking nerd. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> now, I would concur wholeheartedly. Yeah. Choosing offence over choosing some other emotion. Yeah. Uh, Nerds. <laughs> Though I would thoroughly recommend you do not watch it. I was 22 and Aww. it's a pile of shite. But I made so my point. So it was just last year. week. Yeah! yeah. 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 Mum and Got Dad! Him. Got him like a beauty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Fucking today. Idiot. Yes. Now, when Mel was in year 11, she mm-hmm. had a huge crush on a girl and on camp they would spend nights massaging each other <laughs> <laughs> and playing with their hair. As a gift, this girl gave Mel a copy of Michael Jackson's In the Closet. (laughs) Mel did not get the subtlety of the gift and never told the girl how she really felt. Yeah or nah? Now, you're going to determine, is this all true? Because I think we know the first half, definitely true. Uh, So is this before or after you uh, accuse affection of being the F word? I don't know how your years work. This, uh, is this is after, 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 that. Okay. after that. That was after I called Brad a F word, as we now say in the context of these fucking A faggot. <laughs> <laughs> a steaming faggot. I'm <laughs> sorry. What kind of massage? Describe it slowly. <laughs> and in great detail. So the was go- it clitoral? <laughs> So, year, year 11 camp, yeah. dorm, I was on a single bed, all the other girls were in bunk beds, Nadia Carter, the hottest mm. girl, blonde, beautiful, yeah. um, comes over, lies Big on my... Big fan of Nadia in the room, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reenact. Nadia, get up here. Get up here. Nadia lies on my bed and is like, oh, my neck, because we'd be doing high ropes and rock climbing. Um, Famous things that you use your neck for. Yeah. <laughs> I know whenever I'm rock climbing, I'm just going up like, yeah, yeah. If only there was an easier way. So Nadia's lying on the bed. She's on the bed. Post rock climbing, going, oh my neck and my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still got chalk on your hands? Uh, I've just got two fists lubed up. Wow. And... Pump her. <laughs> I just started playing with her hair. I started okay. playing with her long blonde ponytail. And uh, so she gave you the album In the Closet by Michael Jackson. Uh, Allegedly. Uh, did you listen to it? Um, oh, it's a record. It's not a book. It's a, it was a CD. It was a CD, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm was in like the closet. Yeah. I'm in the closet, yeah, with a monkey at my <laughs> ranch. What, what does he sing about? I don't know. What, I, I, I don't think I really ever did listen to the CD probably. I didn't like it. I was like, oh, I don't like those songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, yeah. You are correct. Yes, the point oh, there yeah. for Daniel. <laughs> Coming home like a steam train. Yeah. The comeback is on. Toothless loss. When did you realise that she was trying to give you a hint, Mel? Was it? Oh, years later. <laughs> <laughs> Just now when you read out that question. Yeah. Uh, I reckon, so that was about 1998, I got given the CD. I was like, I'll chuck that in my high school memory box. Don't get it, but it's from beautiful Nadia. And then I went back to my dad's house to clean this stuff out after I'd gone on tour with Josh Thomas, who took me to a gay club where I kissed a girl. And did you liked it. And I fucking <laughs> loved it. 
Katy Perry's on or something. And then <laughs> I went back and cleaned it out and I went, oh, she, oh, oh, she oh. fucking burnt me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that would have been 16 to about 25. <laughs> so when the penny dropped. All right, so to Mel now. When Nick was attending his Year 12 formal, he and his oh, mates... Went to Year 12, did he? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Three times <laughs> Year 12 champion. Sorry, Joshua. Yes. Yep. Nick and his mates decided that they wouldn't go with partners and they'd just all go as a group. Oh. This started... Boys. <laughs> the fucking boys. This, <laughs> this started a chain reaction of people breaking it off on their dates to do the same. A lot of the girls at the school were very angry and a school meeting was held where the parents were asked to come. Nick's dad decided to go just so he could make fun of the parents who cared about a Year 12 formal. Good dad. Fuck, he's the best. He saved me that night as well at the formal. Um, I was in charge of hiding the booze and I'm... I, I fucking put on a show that I'm some sort of, any, in any way, a remote fucking tough brave cunt. It is not the case. I'm scared. I think there's cops everywhere all the time, right? I'm so terrified of getting we in trouble. We smoked a joint two nights ago and he was stood Don't on tell the... him there could be cops in here. <laughs> now... <laughs> no, the funniest bit You're was like when I said, fuck... is that cops? And he goes, nah. And then two cop cars went past. I go, I'm off to bed. <laughs> just fucking smoke like a meerkat. Just... <laughs> I'm like, they're just going to think it's a cigarette. <laughs> wow, you guys really live a wild life, don't you? <laughs> Rock and roll with your joint. <laughs> so my dad, Get on uh, the guy. I was in charge of booze, so friends gave me three bottles of booze. I hid them under my bed. The day of the formal, mum came in and said, do you have any booze? I said, not at all. She said, I don't believe you. I'm going to go through your room. She went through the room, uh, through all the drawers, through my cupboard, and then under the bed. And she goes under the bed. I'm like, fuck. Game over, all the booze, and then she comes out and goes, Nah, thanks for not lying to me. But I don't know where I've put the booze. I'm like, Oh, fuck, I've lost the booze. I'm fucking dead. I'm fucking dead. I get in the car with dad. He's dropping me off at the formal, and he goes, Under the bed? You fucking idiot. And I go, What do you mean? And he just gives me the booze. And he goes, Don't you think your mum was going to check? I knew you were going to put it under the bed. You're at a private school on a scholarship, and you're still a dumb cunt. <laughs> Mm. So he got in first and stole it. And then gave it back to me later. Good dad. Good dad. He's good dad. Joffa! Your dad sounds like a member of Anne Frank's family. Really knows how to hide shit. <laughs> it's good that you didn't lie It's a Jew mother. joke. Um, <laughs> but it also doesn't work because they were all found. <laughs> like Anne Frank and her... That's the sad thing Oh, they were Anne found, Frank. of course. Yeah, they found her. Mm. But not by Nick's mum. Um, <laughs> Not going to Technicolor. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I am a barrister. Yeah. Which suburb are they from around here, Mel? We don't have any Jews in <laughs> My mum knows one. Um, and she has now moved to Melbourne, where she probably feels more at home. <laughs> no, there's not... There's... Any questions for Nick, Mel? How's things at home? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how's Looch? Um, Check Insta. Okay. She's gorgeous here. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so, year 12 formal. Yep. You're in charge of bringing the booze. Yeah. Mr. Cody Senior. 
Jeff, it, yeah. In the car for That him. was just a side story. But, yeah. This is about us just going as the bloody No, I'm, lads. I'm building yeah. it. Right. What was your female partner's name? That you, I didn't. You didn't get one? No. You rejected No, we her. didn't have That was the whole point. Right. Was to go, fuck, I don't want to do dancing lessons and all that bullshit over term one, summertime. Yeah. Should be out having a good time, playing sports, not learning how to do the fucking waltz or whatever. Okay. The we rumba. get it, Nick. You're not gay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go to the formal with the boys. <laughs> Maybe you need a copy of Michael Jackson's In the Closet. <laughs> I've already given him one and he's not picked up on it yet. <laughs> we'll come back on this yeah. podcast in 12 years yeah. and we'll see how it fucking goes. Yeah. I just put it in my arsehole, I'll listen to it later. Anyway. <laughs> so what, what were the names of the other boys who also went, yeah, no, nah, let's not finger some chicks on formal night. Let's hang yeah. out with Cody. Tommy Maloney, who was one of the, the legends at my wedding. I didn't have best men because I mm-hmm. had my sister in the crew as well. Uh, Tommy Maloney, Ollie Berry, Nick Novak... And Novak. Stuart, yeah. Polish. Famous in your stand-up. Yeah, I've spoken Nick. about Novak before. Novak. Um, uh, Stuart Dunkley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a real bunch of shit-eaters by the sounds <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. um, White so, trash. So, at the meeting that your dad went to, yeah. did he speak at all? No. 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 He just went along to laugh. Okay. They'd done it prior when uh, I bleached my hair white. In year nine, I was trying for a representative football squad, so I thought bleach it white. Yeah. Uh-huh. That way you can at least get spotted, right? The yes. Shane Wo yep. Woden method. Shane Wo Woden. That's yeah, Shane Wo Woden method. And then have turned up to school and the principal, of course, of being a private school, wanted to suspend me until the hair was had grown out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, my parents turned up for that meeting and my mum said, and I quote, my son will get the dye out of his hair when you get the dye out of your fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good, Mrs. Cody. Front foot. <laughs> um, well, I'm a real easy puzzle to put together, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I think I've got a, a feeling. Um, so, what did you do for the photos? You, your year 12 formal photo? Was it just you and six blokes going, woo? Yeah, just big crew. Yeah. Oh my Guys God. and girls in there. We just didn't want to do the dancing lessons. That was the big thing. Because it took like nine weeks to learn this bullshit yeah. over summer. Okay, well, obviously, it's true because. Have a look at him. <laughs> it was a lie. Yeah. Oh. Well lied. Terrific. Sucked in, cunt. Terrific lie. Oh, you got me. I was convinced. Your... Oh, that boring yeah. story cannot not be true. It's yeah. gone forever. <laughs> All and the it... bits around it were true, yeah. but the the actual bit was. So not. you went with a girl. Yeah. My high school girlfriend. What's Joe. she up to now? Fuck. Who knows. Mm. Probably yeah. a hairdresser. But for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was meant to end up with. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Daniel Sloss on two points, everyone. <laughs> Malcolm Turnbull on five points. Oh, dear. <laughs> Slipping. Mel Buttle on five points. And Nick Cody also on five points. Oh. Oh. It's anyone's game. It really is anyone's game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Terrific. This is our final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions all about you guys. If you think you know who it is, say your name. That's your buzzer. And guess. You can't guess for ones about yourself. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point off if you get it wrong. It's the only round you can lose points. So our first one is this one. Whose dad always said to them, no cigarettes, no motorbikes, and no single-engine aeroplanes? Malcolm. Yes, Malcolm Turnbull. Melinda Buttle. 
It was you, you dipshit. I know, I know. <laughs> Point off there. <laughs> I just like that we've got a theme happening here, Malcolm. It's good. Now, it's how almost you... like I'm very similar to Lawrence Mooney. Now, <laughs> how did your father die, if you don't mind me he, asking? He died in a single plane aircraft. Yes, he did, uh, yeah. The wing smoking tore, on a motorbike. <laughs> he, the wing tore off the plane and uh, he plummeted to his death at the age of 52, leaving me a $2 million fortune I invested and now I'm worth in excess of $200 million. Eat shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can afford all the bread. <laughs> Question two. Whose birthday is 9-11? Nick. Yes, Nick. Sloss. You are correct, yes. Yeah. I feel very bad because it's actually what I wished for. <laughs> it's real bad because for like three years I'd wish for an Xbox and then nothing. And the one day I wish for 9-11. I get 9-11. <laughs> can't win them all. If it happened. But <laughs> Stay woke, sheeple! <laughs> Boothby Graffo had a terrific joke on the day of 9-11. He said, that's the trouble with twins. You give one a plane, the other one's going to want one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a terrific joke. (laughs) Unless, of course, you're related to the in excess of 5,000 people that died that day in tragic circumstances. Lighten up. Question three. Who fell out of a tree in year six while eating dry Maggi noodles? Yes, Sloss. It's Cody. No, it's not. It's Mel Buttle. Oh, yeah. That's how I got that. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Like a dark dry dark. noodles are very sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. Who has sensitive feet? Who has very sensitive Malcolm. feet? Yes, Malcolm. Nick Cody does. You are correct. Yes, it is Nick yes. Cody. Yeah, point yeah. there for Malcolm Turnbull. Had too, too many operations on big toes from ingrown toenails from sport, like a This is why you didn't want to dance. Dancers have bad feet. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck, that's probably it. Yeah, if anyone goes, you can fucking swing at me and I'd jump back less than if someone went to stand on my toes. I'd go, fuck, watch out. Watch the toes. And they're fine now, except for the one big toe that's got two nails on it. Oh. Hmm. No, but like act, actual nails. He's hammered them. <laughs> yes, Jesus had the same problem. <laughs> See what I did there, Daniel? I topped you. <laughs> How about you fucking top yourself? Yeah. <laughs> One old cunt! <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> Question five. Who tried out for drama school six times? Malcolm. Yes, Malcolm. Melinda Buttle. You are correct, yes. It was Melinda Buttle. Guilty, yeah. This is low-hanging fruit now, isn't it? Fucking hell. It's written all over them. A thespian. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I once did a a monologue for NIDA from... uh, Like, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Didn't get in. <laughs> did they keep turning you down, Melinda? Yeah, they did. Because there's yeah. no role for a masseuse at drama <laughs> school. No, I found my, uh, my home in comedy eventually because I love $50 notes <laughs> and Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. Whose mum bought them a fake ID? Nick. Yes, Nick. 
Sloss. You are correct. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes, oh. put them. Cheaper than adoption. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you're not my son anymore. Tell everyone you're this person. <laughs> but it wasn't for... No, it was... Um, it was uh, I started comedy when I was 16 and I couldn't get into a lot of uh, clubs and stuff, so my mum bought me a fake ID and it was the fucking worst fake ID I've ever seen. It would have been much better had she just written, I am 18 in lipstick <laughs> on my fucking forehead. Because for, for six months I had a fake ID, which was my um, a friend from school, but she, her name was Moya Siobhan. And in Bernie, no one could read Siobhan. They just thought it was Siobhan. I thought it was oh, some right. weird Spanish name. I went, oh, yeah, fair enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I had a woman's ID for about six months. Is that when you knew? <laughs> yes. You, d- you do look like a woman. A very pretty woman. Thank you. With stubble. And Thanks. it's okay. Question seven. Who here is a distant relative to Angela Lansbury? Sloss. Yes, Sloss. Turnbull. Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for Daniel Sloss. Yes. That's right. And when uh, my mother left, I couldn't watch Murder, She Wrote without bursting into tears. (laughs) (laughs) Not because it reminded me of her, just the acting was awful. Uh, (laughs) Question eight. Who falls asleep listening to podcasts and sleep talks conversations as as if they're a guest? Yes, Daniel. It's 100% Nick Cody. You are correct. Yes. He keeps me up all night, I swear <laughs> to God. I once, uh, my wife came into bed once, I'd fallen asleep a couple of hours before with headphones in and she heard me go, ha ha, shut up Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Which I stand by, I stand by that. <laughs> Even me in REM sleep is like, enough can't, we get it. <laughs> And can I just reiterate, shut the fuck up, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Question nine. Who here is allergic to dogs? Nick. Yes, Nick. Buttle. You are correct. Yes, she is allergic to dogs. Yes, the point there for Nick. Yep, very weak genetically. And and walks them. Yep, a bit of eczema there. (laughs) If you get up close, there's some in my eye. But they're fucking worth it because some angels have four paws and not wings, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) They rescued me! (laughs) (laughs) And our last question for the game. Who here has a strain of weed named after them? Nick. Yes, Nick. Turnbull. No, it's Daniel Slosters. Really great. Actually named after you. Yeah. What's it called? How did this Uh, come about? It's called the Sloss Express. Uh, basically, uh, it, uh, my European tour, we were in uh, Vienna for the first time, and there's just these two guys there. They're massive stoners, and they grow their own versions of it. They know how to make all the hybrid stuff, and they watch my stand-up while they got high, and so they tried to create the perfect weed to smoke while watching my stand-up. Which was just a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's called the. It's called. It's every year in uh, October and November in Vienna. I get to smoke uh, my own weed, and it's mm. fucking excellent. Well, that's better than smoking it makes me his funny. fucking dick all day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, when you're when you're smoking mm. uh, Nick's cock, do you? <laughs> Do you light the ball bag with No, no, it's, it's what I do is I put the uh, weed in his mouth and I light it from there and then oh. suck it through his arsehole. Oh, okay. 
and uh, just so the rusty him. trombone yeah, bomb. Yeah. I jerk him off. It's got nothing to do with the marijuana. No. He's just look. He's sacrificed a lot. You just take <laughs> your thumb off his jap eye and just <laughs> suck hard. <laughs> okay, I've got a picture. Um, <laughs> I'll send you one. Thank you. <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are Daniel Sloss on three points. Go for Dan, everyone. Yeah. Melinda Buttle on five points. Yeah. Terrific. Malcolm Turnbull on six points. Good oh. on me. But our winner on seven points is Nick Cody, everyone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Oh. Fuck that for a joke. <laughs> Thank you all very much for coming out to the first Don't You Know Who I Am here in Brisbane. Give yourself a round of applause. Thank Massive you. thanks to the people here at the Haya Bar. Give it up for everyone here. You saw Nick Cody, everyone. Yeah. Melinda Butto. Yeah. Daniel Sloss. Yeah. And Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah. Uh, Sloss... Uh, Cody and Turnbull, you're all doing shows tonight. Sold out. Sold, Sold out. out. Sold, out. Sold out. Too late. Well, yeah. there you go. Set on board the Turnbull train. But if you're listening to this at home, <laughs> all these guys are doing shows in Melbourne. So not sure. sold out. Not sold out. Not very plenty not of, sold plenty out. Plenty of tickets available. My show <laughs> is very, very... I've sold... Did you get the emails? And it's like you've sold 3.34% of Melbourne. Oh, no. Fuck that. That's a yeah. lot. There's like 4 million people in Melbourne. That's a lot of people. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking depressed. I don't need to know how unsuccessful I am. Delete. Thanks, Kathleen. That's got to go. I'll give it one more time for these guys and we'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks a lot. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.